I was thinking about, I guess, the dynamic between you and I on air, so to speak. Um, it's no good? No, I didn't say it's no good. It's, I'm, I'm just... I think I knew going into this um, <clears throat> that we need to sort of get a feel for it. You know, we we would need to um, to do it a couple of times to sort of see what it would be, what it would be like. You know, okay. what I mean? you know what I'm saying? Yes. And so you were talking about uh, how I seem to have uh, kind of fallen into this uh, overly indifferent, neutral uh, stance. Okay. Which, I can only assume that you've fallen into it. What do you mean? What did I say? Well, no, I just, I know this is all that I've heard from you. So is that not the way it is or? No, no. It, it, I mean, I, I mean, obviously I'm not like making it up. <laughs> I mean, right. it's definitely part of who I am. But it's being intensified in the prospect of our conversations. I'm just wondering if, if subconsciously I'm like trying too hard to, to, to hold that up. Uh, versus taking being a little bit more what's the word um, li- uh, not liberal you know like uh, less co- like le- less controlled you know sure uh, more random and just sort of because I guess I guess what I'm thinking about is like t- theoretically yeah strangers are listening to this people who who might who theoretically theoretically. Strangers are, and this actually, this kind of segues into the thing we were talking about a second ago. Yep. Uh, so theoretically, strangers are listening to this, and what you know, and 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 further, furthering the theory, um, these strangers might at some point decide that they are interested in one of us or both of us in some capacity or another, and pursue. Uh, getting in touch, you know, a relationship of some sort. Right. Um, in, in maybe, maybe, uh, if, if depending on the context, it could be a photographic thing or a, a helping thing or a troubleshooting thing or, or who knows, whatever. Right. But, uh, the point is, uh, we are making an impression on people, um, by doing this or, or we're, we're, well, you know, we're, we're doing this for our, I guess for ourselves. Um, but with the sort of expectation that other people will be listening to it. And so when you think about a performance, because I guess you could, you could, would you call this a performance? This is kind of a performance. Sure. Right? Well, it's a, a time-limited thing that you're doing that something is, you know. That you're being, that you're presenting to absolutely. be consumed by yes. by somebody. Um, is your concern that your, that the impression people get of you will not be what is really you? No, because I, I, I'm, I'm also of the opinion that just because you might not have made the best first impression on someone, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're, you know, that you weren't being true to yourself. Because because most of the time, you are the one deciding on what you do. So it, right. it, you're always. I think, I think first impressions are very much built by chance. I agree. I, in fact, I think it, that's one of the coolest things about it. It's like so random. Um, I mean, we could we could we could pull all kinds of fun circumstance you know circumstances that you know first impressions i mean the first one that comes to my mind is 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 on the train you know out in public right you know uh you never know like like how how someone is gonna first be exposed to you like like uh i'm sure this has been used in movies and books like you know the two strangers sitting across from each other on the subway um and 
And then, you know, obviously they, they look at each other or they, you know, for whatever reason. Size each other up. Some person, yeah, this person A makes makes a judgment or, you know, an assessment of person B in his brain and sort of files it away. And then the same happens in, in reverse. And they wind up going to the same place, attending the same event, meeting each other for the first time, you know. So despite the fact that their official first impression, you know. It, it was super, whatever, superseded by the in, in, you know unofficial first impression, the yeah. real first impression yeah. on the train. Um, that kind of shit. Is Happened what. to me about five months ago. What's that? I was going to a party with my sister uh, over a friend's house, birthday party. That wasn't a birthday party. But anyway, cookout. Uh-huh. And uh, there's a kid's, it was like one of those weekends where the G train was doing something weird. You know, those things. I can hate right? the G train. Yeah. It's cute though. Yeah. Sure, in the G train way it is. It's the short, it's the little train. Yeah. And uh, kids standing on the platform, glasses, camel hair coat, you know, like kind of a little bit overdone for where he was going, mm-hmm. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Turns out he was going our way. Stops us and said, is this going, you know, is this the train to get on to get to whatever stop? And yeah, 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 follow us. We're going to the same place. Where, where are you going? And she's like, oh, I'm going to so-and-so sauce. And we're like, oh, you're going to the same place we are. Just follow us all the way there. Wow. By the end of the night, we were all best friends. And he was all concerned about my sister's coming baby and blah, 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 blah. But like when we first saw him, we were all a little bit like, hmm, I don't know about that guy. Who's that dude? Yeah, he's a little too cool for school. Yeah. So, I mean, in much the same way that you're saying it happened. Mm. Yeah. That thing's sliding down? It's sinking. I, it, this is not very tight. Now it is. There you go. Yay. Um, so so I was just thinking about that, and it's like, I mean, we, let's make an analogy to photography. Yeah, always it, helpful. Sure. You know how there are certain types of people, and I'm not talking about um, the brain part of the person now. I'm just talking about the, the, the body type of the person there's certain people who, for whatever reason, the way that their bodies are are composed, they reproduce in a pleasing or more or less pleasing way in two dimensions, in the two dimensions of photography, than others. Sure. And, uh, you know, in layman's terms, some people photograph better than others. Not, yeah. You know, I always think that's a weird way to say it because when I hear photograph used as a verb, I, I think of it you know, as from the photographer's standpoint, you know, it's like, I photographed you, you know, but I guess that's not really proper. Is it? Is it? Yeah, I guess it is. I mean, even saying that they photograph well is yeah, perfectly fine. But when you say I photograph well, are you saying I take, I produce photographs well, or I, if I said that about you, I said Dan photographs well. Yeah. I would be thinking that I am taking a picture of you and you look good in the pictures. Right. I think that's the more common term. Right. But would it be incorrect to say, if you said Dan photographs well and you were speaking about me as a photographer? Ah, I see. Uh, I would say Dan is a good photographer. You would, yeah. <laughs> it would, I would say that too. But it, the, the other way isn't, isn't wrong, is it? Theoretically, it's not wrong, but I it's think just, that the other way of twisting it is the more common. It's more common. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, we can use me as an example. Okay. Um, that's actually a little joke I used to I, I, I have said from time to time is that um, I personally I don't I don't photograph well but I I photograph pretty well you know yes um, I, I I'm, you don't think that pictures of you tend to be good yeah speaking strictly critically you know from a strictly technical critical standpoint uh, if you were to take t- 
10 random people off of the street, so to speak. Right. And I was one of them. And you were to take the same exact shot with the same lighting, same, same everything, same yeah. composition. Uh, my shot would probably rank on the lower side of the scale. I would put on... you in the top half. Top half? I get it. Just, just, you, just as far as more people than I have. So I'll, I'll take your yeah, opinion. Hundreds and hundreds of people. Yeah. But, you know, it, the, if, if you have a look to you, which a lot of people don't have. Is that so? Absolutely. I guess, wait, a lot of people don't have looks? Don't most people have looks? No, a lot of people are very, very generic. Really? Yes. Are you generic? Yes, I would say that I am. Huh. Yeah. I guess looking at you right now, I can see what you're talking about, but that's not what I would... You have the beard? Yeah. That's a thing right there. That's supposed you know. to, yeah. You, sure. have, you have a weight to your face, and that's... No, that's not a, that's no, that's not a weight... That's not a... That's true. A size thing. That's just... No, no. You know what I mean? Like, you have a, 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 a intensity to your face. You know, that 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 says something. Like like your uh, your avatar cartoon. Yeah, you yeah. Know? True. Like, people will know that that's you. It is me. Your general avatar cartoon of, say, me... Yeah. ...would be much harder to sort of get the same... It, yeah, it would be a little bit more generic because yeah. you could be... If someone were to draw... Like, if my friend Josh, who drew the cartoon of me... Yes. ...were to do the same exact one in the same exact style yeah. of you... Yours could be used probably more flexibly. Right. With flexibly. Is that even a word? I have a South Park cartoon of myself that oh, a friend of mine did. I saw that. Who's into that stuff? Yeah. Yeah. A little camera on his neck. Uh-huh. It's cute. Yeah. And it's me. Floppy hair, the whole thing. Yeah. But it could be anybody. But it could be anybody <laughs> with floppy hair. Yeah. You know, yeah, it know. has a camera on its it's neck. It's funny because you know it's me. the goatee thing now, uh, that actually is a more generic version of, of me, if you will. That That actually is the most generic, if you will. Uh, I've been mistaken for, or not mistaken, but I've been told by many people with this particular facial hair um, style that I look like somebody they know or remind, of course. Them, remind them because it's a pretty common. It is, but but back to the the taking pictures thing. That yeah. I think those are things that the camera can, for lack of a better word, glom onto. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. It's like so you can get a bite to it. No, no, it's a hook. A lot of people are slippery. No, it's true. Interesting, and that's surprisingly where, and, difficult. And that's where styling comes in, which is you know styling that's helps. Where styling comes in helps to make that's where something more I mean sticky. it depends what you're trying to do too. I mean, there there are a lot of portrait photographers who always they always need a hook, you know, they always need a a shtick, mm-hmm. you know. It's like a lot of the the more magazine Seliger stuff. It's like oh, he has to be standing in a like it's Steve Martin, but it's not just Steve Martin. It's Steve Martin standing on a road full of banana peels. You know what I mean? Like it needs a, a shtick right. or else somehow it's not. Yeah. Yeah. I, t- I tend to feel like those are crutches or or they're not always crutches, but they tend to feel like cru- like my initial reaction to it is, ah, it's a crush or a gimmick. crutch. It's a gimmick. It's a gimmick. Even if <clears throat> I, I almost feel like they didn't need the gimmick. You know what I mean? Or in my head. Yeah. But I tend to like more basic portraits. Yeah. You know, I can I can see that. Uh, I, I personally, the, the the gimmick thing appeals to me in a broader context. Um, I've always been a fan of established patterns and themes. Um, and what what really what really makes makes it work for me is when you start to get crafty um, and 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 get like, for lack of a better term, punny on yeah. on things. So so like if you establish a theme, like I have this idea for a for a series. <clears throat> which I almost you can't you can't even it's the kind of thing that I can't really even choose to do. It has to sort of 
ha- yeah, it's to start it and it has to start happening. Yeah. And the the idea is basically <clears throat> think of it as um as w- word association. So like I don't know if you've ever played that game where you say a word and then the next person says the first word that comes to them that that word reminded them of, sure. and then you go back and forth. You could do it on your own as well, um, but it would be like picture association. So you you know you 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 take a shot and then that shot makes you feel or think of, of a certain thing or feel a certain way. Yeah, and then. And then the next time you see something, you know, that becomes the, the sort of hopping point for the next one. And then and then you kind of go from thing to thing. And it has to be more of like a stream of consciousness thing, which I guess you could theoretically do in an hour or over the course of a year. Right. You know, um, like I said, it's just an idea. And I, I haven't really I, I haven't I'm not I'm not really but just wor- by definition. Isn't this the kind of thing you just have to sort of start? Yeah. Yeah. All it needs is the initial trigger. It, it's true. It's true. Um, for some right now, um, I'm not. I, don't, I I feel like I just recently, like just this past two, like in the past five days, just started trying my photographer's hat on again. How did it fit? Huh? How did it, it fit? It fit okay. Um, <laughs> I got a haircut, so that always helps. <laughs> um, but uh, no, it was. It's, it's. I don't know if you're like this, um, but I. I, I since I happen to have multiple disciplines, I, there's more than one thing that I like to do with my brain, you know, and, and during, during the day, you know, so, some people are, I like to say fortunate enough to have committed to it one thing, you know, it's like, I, I am a, a photographer. I am a, a you know, a, a, tr- a truck driver, whatever. Yeah. I, I do this one thing. I've committed to it. I'm very good at it. I'm happy with it. And, and that's so, so cool so sweet i mean i think it's really neat to have that in place and i i don't know where uh, where it happened to me young when i was younger or whatever i just never never got into the whole you own you can only do one thing thing you know i uh i i keep getting distracted and what what, what, fortunately what wound up happening as i got older and more experience is i kind of narrowed it down to two or three things which i would just kind of hop from one to another um and in my case obviously it's uh it's photography music and then I guess computers is the is the third sort of well. I, general. I have the same trifecta. So. I, yeah, I think that's one of the reasons why we're pals. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, sometimes I, I just get into these weird frames of mind where I can't really think as a, as a drummer, or I can't really think as a photographer, or I can't think as as a as a an IT guy. Unfortunately, why, why not? Yeah. Well, it's hard to explain. I, I just. I get so involved in the other thing. Oh, I see. That the other two things, they don't really. They go on autopilot. They go on like on back burner. They go on like, oh, I could always do that if I needed to. But I'm having a really good time sure. digging into this thing. Well, look, I you know I went to music school. I written lots of music. I've done whatever. My keyboard is in the closet. I haven't touched it in two years. Right. You know? So I know how you feel. No, I know you do. I know, and that's why I want to talk about it. Um, it's do you just, think that's a bad thing? Uh, nope. Do, don't you? I found I decided that I needed to put one of the things away mm-hmm. in order to do the one that I wanted to do well. Yeah, I've, some I've, people would say that that's a mistake. Well, I guess it depends the, on the context. Again, um, I'm sort of forcing your ideal thing of having one thing that you do and you do it well. Yeah, I. I don't know if I could do that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I could do that if I had sure. to do that. 
but there's that there's that had to do that thing. It's like, well, in what co- what kind of capacity would right. would that ever happen? Like, oh, well, now you have to do this. Right. Um, well, I mean, look, the the say the music stuff you do, right? You play in these bands, you right. play in the park, whatever sure. it is. That stuff is fun. You sit down, somebody calls out a tune, you're playing it. It's right? totally fun. Right. The kind of music stuff that I used to do used to be me sitting here being really meticulous in my head and composing. You made stuff. And arranging. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's totally different. And that's not, that's not a rip on you and what you no, do. but totally like, different. It's, you could do what you do just for fun on the side and not Absolutely. have it be a thing. In fact, you could even qualify. You could even say that those are two different things. You could say I'm a composer, yeah. but I also play in a cover band. You know, yes. and and those right. are two different things. Right. Right. You know, you could be a construction worker and right. play in a cover band. I found or- it. Ve- I find music the way I do it very draining, and not draining in a. I get a lot out of it, but it's very no, but difficult it, to do. It's heavy. Yeah, it, you burn a lot of calories on yeah, it. It's, you burn it's, a lot. it's a lot of work. Yeah, and and you know, that's more intense for me than taking pictures. I believe that. Yeah, I totally believe that. I think, I think that. Uh, for me, anyway, at least people get, yell at me though. Yell at you? People get mad. People have known me for a long time. Mm. You know, they're disappointed. They're yeah. like, "How could you throw it away?" Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I fuck that. It's like, haven't you seen the things that I've been doing? <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? You don't get it. You're, you, yeah. yeah. When when it's not like I, I threw it away and I've been watching Lost. No, I have the know? same. Like, <laughs> it's the same brain, dummy. It's the same thing coming yeah. out. Same yeah. same machine, different output. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I I mean, I guess. Um, I, I, I you dig- think this is stopping you from doing your project for of the uh, your photo project of the oh no word dude. association no 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 that that I do that word association that I have like nine or ten of those right. projects that I just come up with I need to start writing things down yeah. this is the problem you know what I found with it's funny I, as somebody who's done many projects yeah that's a pretty you should also I don't know if if, if everybody listening those. huh. Write about projects. I don't know about that, but uh, I just think it's it's if when I think about you as as a as an artist as a as someone who makes stuff, um, one of let's say you have to describe somebody to somebody else, right? So let's say somebody right. asked me to describe you to them, yeah. And generally speaking, when when I try to to describe someone to someone, I pick out their unique features as opposed to their obvious features. Okay. So it's like, well, yeah, he's a photographer. He shoots with Canon. Uh, he, he takes pictures of people, you know, yeah. those are the, those are the obvious ones. The things that I would choose to, to, to highlight would be more, well, this guy has a, an exceptional, uh, an exceptionally dedicated level of, of commitment to, to, to seeing things through given the history, uh, of you pulling off multiple 365 type multiple long-term projects. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's, that's, but it's funny before I did those, mm-hmm. I was the procrastinator extraordinaire. I believe it. It's because of those that I've become that way. And the ones that, that I sense. haven't finished, yeah. I felt very guilty about. <laughs> right. You know, like I, I started a project last year called Laid Off, where I shot, uh, I, I did three of them. You know what? I think I remember seeing a couple of those yeah. on your blog. Right. So I shot the same person twice, same sort of diptychs. Mm-hmm. Person in their work clothes, work clothes yeah. and, and not in their work clothes in the same environment. They might be in the same different position in the same environment, but mm-hmm. they were almost identical. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did a few of those and I actually had trouble finding, even though there are, you know, millions of unemployed people. I was one. 
<laughs> most people though don't want to right advertise that. Yeah, yeah, I hear you know. That. So I'd actually had a hard time finding people to do them, and and somehow, and a lot of people saw them and they were like, "Oh, those are really great. You need to do more of those." And find me some more. Dude. I'm like, "Yeah, find me some more." But then at the same time, it's like for some reason my heart wasn't in it. It felt forced. It felt mm. like. Everyone's out of work. You know what I need to do to get people to notice me? I'm going to do a series of people who are out of work. You know, it seemed yeah. very like I was trying to get, you know, some almost contrived. I guess yes. Is the word. To me, it felt really contrived. Yeah. Although there's a lot of photographers who work and do contrived stuff all day long. You know, well, look at try to figure out what will be hot now, and that's what they do. I know a number of them, and they do very well for that's it. That's a that's a line of work, dude. That's yeah. that's how people. But do. somehow, I still feel like it's disingenuous. I don't know about that. For me. For you, for you, of course. For me. And that, that also kind of ties into what you're saying about uh, the music thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's, it's just, just interesting how people have, people, here, this sort of comes around again, you set your own standards, right? Yes. Everybody has their own sort of rules or filters or whatever you want to call it yeah. um, for how they choose to operate how they how they assess things you know how you how you judge the quality of something how you rationalize whether or not something is worth doing or not um you know all those all those sorts of things sure um and that actually kind of comes around to the first impression bit again yeah um which is like uh i guess i what i was gonna my what my my initial question was was whether or not i should i think i'm doing it now actually this is good um, the stuff that I'm talking about now, since it's a little bit more personal, I feel like it's a little bit more real. And when thing, I think things that are more real, less cerebral, um, not necessarily less cerebral, I guess maybe a little less cerebral. I'm a pretty cerebral fellow. Um, but more, more one, one layer closer, one layer deeper to the, to, sure. to the, to the less one la- layer, less guarded, less controlled. Yeah. Um, which I think is okay. We'll see. I mean, I'll have to, you know, I'll tell you afterwards. It's funny when you said, if I was going to describe you, I would use these things. Well, first of all, I think it's funny that you would have said he's a cannon shooter. Would you say that if you too shot cannon? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. I just thought, I just found that interesting. It happened to me last week. I went to a party and I was introduced to this girl by this guy who I knew who I was invited to the party. It depends on who I was talking to. I was assuming that I was going to be talking to another photographer. Okay. Okay. Sorry. In that case, you would. Yeah. Okay. So I show up at this party mm-hmm. and that, that I was invited to. When was this? And uh, last Tuesday. Uh-huh. And I was introduced to this woman by this other guy that I know. Mm-hmm. And he introduced me. As, oh, this is Bill Wadman. He's a photographer. He did 365portraits.com. Mm-hmm. Have at it. <laughs> you oh, know? Okay. Or, you know. And, and go. Yeah, yeah, right? Which is fine because I happen to have shot him during the project and everything. But right. that was 2007. Right. I've done even bigger things since then. What, what's bigger than that? Well, I just mean that, like, not necessarily bigger projects, but I've done a whole lot of stuff that is the same size. You know, not same scale, but, like, you know, shot for all these magazines and ad things and done drabbles and done all these other projects. But they're not as big, though. I mean, I think, wouldn't you say that 365 is, like, your biggest, like, biggest... Well, biggest physics? time consumption thing, sure. Yeah. But, but is it my best work? I didn't say best. Right. Well, see, but, but I mean, if, if, if somebody says this is Bill Wadman, he did 365portraits.com and they went and looked at 365 portraits right. and that's how they viewed me as a photographer on mm. my work that I did almost four years ago. Yeah. That, that it, it kind of, every time somebody says that that yeah, way yeah, yeah, yeah. that he introduced me like that, I'm kind of like, 
it irks it it irks me a little just because it's like that's not all I am. No, I totally get it, and I would feel the same way if I were you. Um, my my counter to that, or the 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 reason I think that that still that here okay. So I have a few things, a few thoughts on this. Okay, F- uh, thought number one. It, let's talk about why that is the way it is, and 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 it's okay. Why he does that, or why it upsets me. Both. Okay. So so it's cool. The reason why someone someone picks that out is because it's big. So so when when someone like think of it, think of the way a, a cartoonist or a caricature artist works, um, like the guys who work on Forty Second Street or you know right. at the at the yeah. carnival or whatever. They try they, to grab the thing that they pick. They grab your beard and they make it big. Exactly. They pick one thing <laughs> yeah. about you and they make it. They, they, that becomes the thing. Yeah. Same thing here. So so he doesn't know a ton of things about you. Right. He knows one or two things. <clears throat> and I spilled the water. It's all right. Shit, sorry. Um, we'll get it in a minute. Yeah, and um, and then that become and and because of its size, because it's the most physically impressive thing, um, that that suddenly becomes the uh, you know something something worth um, noting. That's that's notable. You know that's that's a that's a that's a uh, whatever you want to call it a, a detail worth worth mentioning and that's okay I, th- I think it's fine um because because that that's what makes people interesting you know when when you sure when you introduce some it, it, and that's see that's that's where it becomes I, i'm just so fascinated by the way people work because you choose this one like this this is my friend he's from france Yes. You know, okay, wow. So he's not from here. That's totally, that's big. That's different. That's the biggest thing about this guy that I'm yep. going to identify with. You know, this guy went to the moon. He actually got to go to the moon. Yep. You know, let's talk about that for a second. I've had a few of those. <laughs> that's, that's true. You did. <laughs> but you, you see what I'm saying? Like, so it's just interesting how, how you can, again, coming back around to this whole first impression thing, how the, that, the the first detail, the first thing you meet about, and as if that wasn't enough, let's talk about the context sure. of where you meet the person. So yeah. you're talking about at a party. What yeah. if what if you're in, in an emergency room? What if you're stuck in an elevator? Yeah. What if you're sitting next to standing on next to each other online at the grocery yeah. store? I have five minutes to, or you know, thirty seconds to explain to so and so why I should be able to take their picture. Exactly. Sure. All of, so all of these. It's just I I can't uh, I can't seem to get enough of it, man. That that really. That just fascinates the hell out of me. Right. Okay. But, you know, you can talk about all these particulars and we can talk about all these scenarios and the right. reasons why things are important or whatever. Sure. But as we said earlier, yeah. it's all chance. Yeah. Or, or just a matter of whatever. So other than just a general macabre fascination with it, does it matter? N- yeah, it does matter because it's not always chance. Because dig this. You intentionally set out to do this 365 thing yes you didn't have to make a website you didn't have to publicize you could have very well gone out and done done it on your own and, and put sort it up on my walls and put it up at home and you still would have done it and you would have learned all of the shit that you learned from yep. taking 300 pictures yeah which which is a great way to learn you know doing anything 300 times is a great way to learn how to do it um but but you chose to make that a thing you yes. chose that to make that a thing and the fact that you did that you consciously made that choice kind of defeats the chance argument right right away because you've essentially established that as a as a as a milestone as a as a detail right you've raised that flag so you're saying the more more things on your 
Yeah, but the, but that's but that's a a an example where somebody actually knows something about me and is introducing me. If you Correct. bumped into me on the subway, you would right. have no idea that I had done that or totally. not done that. Totally, what's, or walked on the moon. That's true, and those. But those are. It's what's interesting is those both qualify as quote unquote first impressions. Yeah, but the context of the first impression, right, is completely. You different. see a particular girl, and you're like, oh, she's really beautiful. But then you meet her at the party later, and she's actually really annoying. Right now, she's no longer beautiful. Interesting, right? That happens to me all the goddamn time. Oh yeah. Or you see a girl standing, and then you see her walk, and she doesn't walk well. Or you see her silent, and you hear her speak. Oh god, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I can. We can make lists, my friend. It's fascinating. Yeah. Or, or the most heartbreaking one for me is you meet someone, um, and you and you're speaking, and then you exchange email addresses, or you you see each other online, and then they don't know how to. They don't know how to speak English. <laughs> they don't know how to type. They don't know how to how to yeah. write. Right. And it's just like, ah, yeah, I yeah. can't stand it. it. That's 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 probably the worst for me. Is or they have an AOL account. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was yeah. emailing with a guy at Engadget, and Engadget's owned by AOL, which means all of the Engadget email goes through AOL servers. Okay. And years ago, my website BillWatman.com was compromised by a hacker. Which means that my entire domain is on a watch oh, list at AOL. List. Sure. So Bugger. basically, I can't easily send. I can't send any sort of links or attachments to anybody at AOL addresses. Bugger. Yeah. In fact, I can't even say Bill Wadman anywhere in the email. Really? Yeah. Even with spaces? Yes. Damn. Really frustrating. How do you? What the hell, dude? Yeah. That's why I bought WilliamWadman.com. WilliamGeorgeWadman.com. Oh, William. Because that's your real name. Yeah, theoretically. Interesting. So, yeah. I just I just thought it's like, it's really, you know, there's a good example of how things are just really pissy off. Oh, my God. Some fucker in the Netherlands or Russia or whatever it is decided what? to make a few was bucks. It, it wasn't like, even, yeah. And it's not like know. he actually targeted you. You were just a fucking number in a script, yep. dude. You and, were just. And for years. <sighs> It's a big giant headache for me. That's fascinating. I, at the same, as as much as that pisses me off, it also elates me. I think it's the coolest fucking thing in the world that it's so simple to ruin something so hugely yeah. by oh. pushing a fucking oh. button. When I switched, how amazing is that? When I switch, I used to be a Verizon customer. Uh-huh. Right? Switched AT, had an iPhone for a few years. So wanted to switch back to Verizon, and they wouldn't let me get a phone because my credit check wouldn't go through. Now I have good credit. I have like almost no debt. I have money in the bank. I, sure. you know, sure. I pay my bills. Sure, you take like, care of your children. Yeah, I'm like, what are you talking about? Uh-huh. And they're like, no, you can't. You know, according to this, there are two social security numbers attached to your name. Ooh, and I'm like, oh, f- great, Intrigue. great. <laughs> That's all I need is to have to fix up a, you know, another identity fraud. Yeah, right. Sure. So I go through and get my credit reports and it turns out that Xperia or one of those places, right? Xperia? Yeah, I think that's what it's called. What is it? Like a credit check like place? One of the credit union kind uh, of things. You know okay. those, you know. Sure. There's like four of them or three of them. Okay. Have listed for me one of my social security numbers as 2032640409. Is which, that your real serial? Is that your real? No. Oh. And in fact, it's too many digits. What it is, is my mother, my childhood phone number. Somehow, somebody somewhere typed in a phone number as my social security number, you know, in some form somewhere for some bank, credit card, wow. such and such. That is awesome. And the practical upshot of it is that they think that I have two social security numbers. And I have to, like, write letters in triplicate and whatever and send them back and show proof of, what you know. 
because some idiot typed in the wrong thing sometime. Yeah. Wow. They also had my birth date wrong. They had me as January 1st, 1975, as opposed to the 4th. Hmm. Now, the crazy thing is that the other places had it all fine. This one had it screwed up, and that's the one that Verizon apparently checks everything against. Yeah. So I had to, it was like a two-day thing to try to get an account with Verizon that I had two years before. For I had been with them for years. They had no record of me having been a customer of theirs for years. Wow. But talk about first impressions. I'm in this store. They won't sell me a phone because they think I'm a crook. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm just livid because, well, first of all, I can't get the stupid phone. And I'm wasting hours fighting with these people right. and giving them like original copies of my social security card right. to prove that I am who I say I am. Right. And I can't have one because, you know, you're shady, essentially. Yeah, because yeah, the, li- the line on the screen basically says, oh, this person is not This guy's genuine. trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Frustrating. There's a good first impression thing that's annoying. Oh, man. I, I, yeah, it's funny because I used to... One of the, I think one of the things that turned me on to the wonder of first impressionism <laughs> or first impressions um, was when I uh, when I when I started working at Apple. Um, I worked as a Mac genius uh, at Apple's Fifth Avenue store, uh, and I, I I as we say as as Apple employees say. Uh, I opened that store, which is which means I was essentially on the uh, on the the crew at the time when of the opened, store's sure. opening. Yeah, um, not that that's a big deal or anything like that, but some people seem to take pride in that. Um, and the other significant detail while we're talking about my employment history at Apple is that uh, I was also uh, on the original um, night shift genius team um the the for for those of you not in the know uh apple's fifth avenue store is 24 hours 24 hours is 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 the first and only although i've heard rumors that the next that there's going to be another one in chicago the new one in chicago there's none in san francisco that are 24 there's only one in the world and it's it's the one here really yep and uh i'm I'm, again i could be wrong but i've heard that the one that's going to open up on Halstead and Grand, I think it's, it's somewhere near there, um, is, is supposedly going to be 24 hours as well. So you get all the crazy people who have emergencies. Well, yeah, that's the original, that's the thought. Um, but at the end, of the, 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 the bigger picture point that I'm making here is that uh, when you, something, something like that, working, working in a service capacity, um, it's, it's similar to working on, I guess, like working on a call center where you're basically sitting with a headset on waiting for the phone to ring. And the expectations are extremely simple. Uh, it's like, well, someone's going to come on the other end of the line with a specific problem that they're expecting you to solve. Um, and you know, and the, the whole first impression thing doesn't really come into play that big of a deal because it's like, okay, well, I don't really care who I'm talking to. Um, I might, if it were me on that, what, what I, the game I like to play with with that in that situation is trying to guess where the person's from based on, you know, the way that they speak. Um, although half the time, if depending on who you're calling it, they're, they're from India or sure. overseas somewhere, but sometimes it's really interesting. You know, it's like, cause you, you're calling an 800 number and you might be talking to someone in Georgia or yeah. someone in Connecticut or wherever. And you know, they might have different speech. You patterns. know, McDonald's, some of the McDonald's in this country. I heard that they farm out the, the drive through. Yeah. Yeah. It's brilliant. It's crazy. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. It goes halfway across the country around the world. Just so to like, push the freaking buttons, man. Yeah. Gotta love the internet. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway. Um, when, it, so when I was at the at the Genius Bar, um, 
I basically, I was, you know, like, like a sitting duck, essentially, you know, I felt like, you know, you can make an analogy to the guy who is, uh, you know, at the carnival sitting uh, above the big vat of of water with the target next to him and people throw the ball and and then try to get him. I mean, that's sometimes, or like I'm a pinata, you know, basically just waiting for people to come up and whack me with a, with a random problem. Um, I'm dramatizing, obviously it's not nowhere near that big of a deal, but long story short, not a day would go by without me making a first impression on somebody. Yeah. Because There's I was 30 of them. Exactly. I mean, I was by default due, due to the, the work I was, you know, put in a position where a totally new person would come up to me and, and, and I would have to deal with them. Um, and it was just, it, it just sort of, that's, that's kind of what that, that just, it's really interesting how, how frequently that can happen and how, how, uh, I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? You, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Um, and I just I just started thinking about it, and it's like I, I even tried to experiment a little bit. I got I didn't get I got I got frustrated. Maybe not frustrated. I just I just got bored with it. I I tried playing with it a little bit and trying to be, you know, faster, sure. slower, nicer, you know, more uptight, more short, whatever. I I think it just. And then you even learn. Did it ultimately make you change the way that you meet people, though? In in a way, it did. I, did you, I, were there any conclusions? Conclusions to my story. Uh, I mean, conclusions from any know, lessons experimentation. Learned? Yeah. No. Well, yeah. I mean, I learned things about myself. Um, that that was what I spent more time thinking about. Was was just sort of like, um, I would notice myself saying things in a certain way. Sure. I would notice myself. The thing that that I'm still really curious about, and if I if I was put in the situation again, I'd pay closer attention um, is the body language aspect of it. Yeah. Um, that's something I actually did start to experiment with. And I found that there, there's definitely better, there are better ways to deliver good and bad news, you know? Sure. And I think that that, that actually has a lot that, that, that has a lot of weight. You know, there's, that's an extremely valuable concept to know, to have, to have down. Well, did, did the, did the first impressions of the people coming in, have an effect. I mean, did it help when somebody was sweet and nice or did it help when they were like, you know, if I came in there with my MacBook busted, yeah, you know, I would probably have a pretty good idea of what was wrong with it. Right. Those people like me who came in, who were just like, look, it's doing this. It's clicking. It's the hard drive. No, it's so funny because you're talking about the, 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 we're talking about the, the different and two different things. The flip side. Exactly. I'm talking, you're talking about, about the coin. The, yeah. Yeah. Which is inter- okay. But yeah. So, so you're at, so you're yeah, asking w- me, would you, did you like people who kind of knew what they were doing or, um, you know, I mean, there are the people who think they know what they're doing who don't really. And then there are the people who actually do know who should have some sort of card in their pocket that says, take me up to level two instantly. Yeah. You know, uh, it's funny that you mentioned that because I fall into that category, too. Right. I mean, what, what's funny about that kind of role, that, that situation is that everybody needs help. Doctors need to see doctors. You know, you could be the best freaking surgeon in the world, but you can't work on yourself. So so using that analogy, it's like the doctor can make the diagnosis. Yeah, but he still so he but he, he since he can't do the work on himself because he's you know you can't you without can't, ruining his warranty you can't operate on yourself so you still need to go to another doctor to get the work done now let's say you're that other doctor and some guy comes up to you and says hey I've done all this work and I've just you know and I figured it out so all you need to do is this now me personally I I I take a little bit of pride 
in in the work that I do, and I trust my own instincts boy. very very well. I, I've learned I, I've learned some really valuable lessons, and I, I I like to think that I have pretty good uh, instincts, and that's where that sort of the gut feeling thing kind of comes into play. It's so, so like I'll 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 listen to it. I'll hear you know I'll look at it. I'll smell it. Whatever you want to call it. I'll I'll give it my 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 whatever you want my malcolm gladwell blink you sure. know my my first impression um but if if i was forced i would always sort of just double check because you never yeah. you never know man and it you know when you're putting when it's you're you're taking that responsibility when you're putting your name on that thing sure. um i just know that as somebody coming in yeah there were times when the person where i felt like i knew more than the genius did Oh, well, that's not uncommon. Right. right. But no. that kind of defeats calling them geniuses for me. Like yeah. if they're going to call them geniuses, they should really know their shit. I think you're right. And and here's the problem. I, I, I can shed some light on this. I have a feeling in uh, in all of his whatever, wisdom, whatever you want to call it, whoever, whoever, I don't know if it was even Steve Jobs, but whoever came up with the concept of the Apple store with the genius bar um, wasn't exactly future thinking enough. Okay. The problem. So let me. Historically, some people might not know this. Uh, when when the Apple Store first opened, Jesus must be not like seven seven eight years ago now. It's been a long time. Um, Macintoshes were nowhere nearly as um, what the what, I'm trying to say standard? publicly aware. No, oh. <laughs> they they were standard. They were that's I, that's I, another I, fascinating I mean, thing. I about mean it. that they were not. Intel based and whatever you know what I mean no, they no, were yeah, more no, kind no. of esoteric whatever that's but, not my point my point is that j- people didn't know oh, about see. them people just didn't know because uh, Apple didn't um, didn't do the best job of publicizing um, and even if they tried like their advertising campaigns weren't really that compelling and or, or that wide reaching right. I should say they were so, wait, so how does this affect the genius I'm getting there oh okay let me finish <laughs> um, so so the the concept of the Apple store um, from its inception was to raise brand awareness. Mm-hmm. It was actually designed to be like a trade, uh, like a trade show, you know, sure. trading post. Um, and so the concept is if you put a bunch of your stuff in, in an easily attainable location with a bunch of people who are really into your stuff and uh, turn the lights on real bright and, you know, wave your cool, shiny products, people will come in and want to touch them and yep. ask you questions about them. And so in order to maintain a higher, as high a level of, of experience, if you will, as, 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 as uh, high quality and experience as possible, you want to have the most passionate, the most knowledgeable, the best dealing with other people, you know, people under that roof as you can. And so as the, you know, the Apple store was born and there was one and then there was two and then there was five and then there was 10, but there were still not that many of them in yeah. the first couple years. And because it became it, because it was so small and so exclusive and because Apple, you know, doesn't rush into things as a rule. They have a, a tendency to overdesign and overthink and really put a ton of energy into the engineering. They um they were able to hand pick essentially and really put the the best people in the position um uh, like for positions like Mac geniuses. Yeah. I could tell you the original if you were to make a list of the first 100 first 100 Mac geniuses, they first 100 shit. people, they were amongst the top of the Apple Care, 
you know, Apple Care is, yeah. the, is the arm of Apple that does all of the, the tech support. Uh, they were the top of the, the, the cream of the crop. They were the, they were people pulled from the phone centers and veterans. They from, were truly geniuses in what they did. Absolutely, these people knew. You're just saying it's a numbers game. That there are too many stores and and too many slots and not enough geniuses. Absolutely, that's exactly what happened. You know, it's, it's gotten to the point now. There was when I first started, I was probably I I, I think I remember I might have been Mac Genius number. I don't know, 1,205 or something like that. Okay. Which, which isn't a lot right. if you think about How it. How many are there now? I think there's over 6,000. You know, it's funny. Heather even uh, had a problem with her laptop. Uh-huh. And she brought it in and, and a Mac update screwed it up and, you know, fuzzed system and sure, whatever. Sure. And she brought it in and, like, she got, she got put down with uh, – put up with a with some woman uh-huh. female mac genius sure and heather like <laughs> it's genius just the fact that she's just like i i knew instantly that this girl didn't know what she was talking about right and i couldn't even explain to her what the problem was because she wasn't speak like she knew more than the mac genius did and it's not like heather's like a super techie no, yeah. that's the most frustrating. I mean, the, the, I mean, it's one thing you and I going in there and trying to explain something, but no, like but even somebody who's just generally knowledgeable it sucks because it, it, in in the non it brings down the brand. Uh, yeah, and in, in the non face to face world, that's a simple matter of hanging up and calling back. I yes, mean, it's like you know, it, at that point, Heather's only other choice was to literally go away, come back another and, day, and come back. You know, to you know to to hope for another another yeah. person. And the New York ones are like booked three days out. Yeah, well, that's that's a different story. Yeah. But anyway, it's just it's just it's interesting the whole I mean it goes back to the whole first impression thing. I mean, this is like it may be that this girl really knew her stuff, mm-hmm. but instantly as she walked up, she was just like, "Ugh, this isn't going to work out." Yeah. Well, and it other, didn't. And you know. Here's the other interesting thing that I also noticed as as a Mac genius is that there are different kinds of people. So there's different kinds of servers and there's different kinds of clients for lack of a better analogy. So some of them mesh up better than it, other combinations. It's yeah, it's really fascinating, man. Like the, there's this one. I'm thinking of this one specific dude at at the store who worked right beside me. Yeah, and I couldn't really stand him, man. He was just really annoying. He was really slow. He didn't really have his facts straight. Um, but he was a super sweetheart. He really, I mean, just. The nicest guy. I mean, yeah. and you could you could talk to him. You you you. He would he would be the guy that you would want to pair up with the chick who had her power book in parts and was crying. Yeah, you know, and 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 he was able to calm her down and to and to 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 level that out yeah. and to basically set her up for you know for the big the big whatever you want to call it the 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 money that she'd have to spend to to get the thing fixed he he wasn't the guy you'd want working on that computer <laughs> right, right i could tell you that he's a people person not a techie yeah but there and there's just some people who you know and i can tell you that there's five other dudes standing on either side of him who would you know who would fuck that up or who would yep. not handle that anywhere nearly as gracefully as him right um and that's and that's kind of the cool thing about having a having a situation like that and then there's there's similar situations where you know, you get someone like you or me, someone who's a little bit more aggressive and more knowledgeable, yeah. and you put that person with that guy, yeah. and it's a, it's a freaking disaster because yeah. that guy doesn't have the the alpha dog tech, sure, you know, balls to 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 defend himself to to, to sound confident and yeah. know know that he might be right or wrong. Well, I mean, this is a, this is a good way to say going back to the party that I was at. Mm-hmm. If if the first person that I met was kind of eh, yeah, you know. 
At the party? That w- yeah, let's say. Uh-huh. That would completely change my first impression of the party as a whole. Really? First, you know what I mean? Like, you meet one person, you're just kind of like, oh, this is what that crowd's like. Or, you know, that, you I know, guess so. It, 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 it changes the taste in your mouth. You yeah. Know? No, that's true. Then there's an expectation that it's going to be as bad. or You know what I mean? Like, you're hoping it'll get better and whatever it is. You know, or you come in and you meet. You and I bump into each other for the first time at a party like that, and we get off like this, and we talk for an hour. Right. You know, that can happen. That could happen too, and then you think, "Wow, this is a great group of people." Right. I'm oh, totally, that was such a great party. Right. I'm totally in with this. These these are my people. Right. You know, I've had that happen. Yeah, that's so funny. It's it's interesting. Yeah, it really is. I don't know. Rough forty eight. You want to keep I going? Th- no, I think that's good. All right. First impressions. Weird. Yeah. Fascinating. It's good stuff. All right. <laughs>